Hey Coast Wizard listeners, before we begin today's episode, a quick word from our sponsor Zenler Ninjas. That's Z N L R ninjas.com for all your new Zenler needs whether it's virtual assistants or you need site migration and everything in between. Zenler Ninjas can handle it, so check them out and now let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello and welcome to the Course Wizards podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli and I'm here today with my buddy Amit. How are you doing today, Amit? Oh, wait. <laughs> Wait, it's you're not. Amit. It's not Amit. Hey, uh, Amit is at a big conference today in San Francisco, and so he's asked um, uh, me just to fill in with him. And, and I'm here with my wife, Gina. Gina, my wife, and I host the Writing Momentum podcast, where we talk about writing all the time uh, because we are both full-time freelance writers, as you've heard me talk about before on the show. Uh, and so, so glad to have you here, Gina. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. This is. Very, very cool. Yeah, this is fun. Love it's learning like, about courses. And entered into, and she actually recorded, she just recorded a course yesterday, didn't you? I did. I recorded a course on writing for the inspirational market, but I've done several courses online. Thankfully, I've got my tech guy to help me figure out all the ins and outs. So I'm glad to be here though. That's right. Well, she, she's coming on today and uh, Amit and I asked her if she'd join me today because we're going to be talking about how to pick the best social media network to act on, right? Or to interact on. This is so important for entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. You know, there's so much opportunity that's available out there that Mm. it can be hard to figure out where should you focus your effort. I don't know if if that rings true for anybody out there listening or watching, but definitely for us, Chris and I have gone round and round with our own business trying to figure out where do we focus yeah. our efforts? Yeah. And and it's and there's been a lot of trial and error with that. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is marketing and you all heard Amit and I talk about this all the time, but marketing is about relationships, right? And when you've built your course and you want to start drawing people to that course, you need to be building relationships. You've got to be making posts out there and social media, it can help you do that. But that means you have to be on social media, which is can be such a time waster many times, or it can, if you're not focused on your efforts, it can really be a time waster. And that's why we usually recommend that you really focus on net one network, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, whatever it is, you want to really focus in on one and use that, don't you? That is true. We have at times found where we have been trying so hard to hit so many different networks so that we could catch all these different people that we were really running ourselves ragged. We were, <laughs> I mean, just going in all these different directions and and working so hard to just reach people with our message. And we had to really step back. I think we were on the verge of just kind of burning ourselves out and we had to step back and we ran some numbers to kind of decide which which network was working for us. Yeah. Because just because it worked for a friend of ours, another entrepreneur, another solopreneur, did not mean that it was working for us. So we had to find what worked for us. Yeah, and that, it really depends some, somewhat on your niche, right? Because every... 
every network probably has people that will interact with your niche, mm -hmm. but some of them are going to be better than others. Mm -hmm. And so, well, today for this podcast, what we did is a uh, status brew re recently ran an article uh, and we'll have that link to that in the show notes where they've got these social media statistics and these are super insightful. And so we just wanted to go through some of these, looking mm -hmm. at each of these key networks and why each one might be better for you than another or more targeted for you than mm -hmm. another. Mm -hmm. And so uh, are you ready to jump in? Oh, let's go. I've Yes. All right. I can't wait. <laughs> I want to see it. So the first one is Facebook. Now, Facebook is absolutely hands down, without a doubt, the most popular social media network out there today. It has nearly 3 billion active users. That's a billion with a B. And get this. I couldn't believe it when I saw this. 98% of people interact with Facebook on mobile. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm really surprised. Well, so what that means is if you don't I have your do. material mobile friendly on Facebook, uh -huh. you're missing you're you're missing the point, right? You know what? <laughs> I guess that that's funny. I'm so I don't know why I'm so surprised because I do have Facebook on, on my phone. phone and I do use it on my phone. But I yeah. That's yep. interesting because I don't know if it, if it's this way for you, but I find it sometimes easier to post from my uh, laptop or from my computer. So to say, well, that's because then, we like to type a lot. We We're like sitting at our we like big screens and we like to yeah. look at that. But you're right. When I'm actually using it as a user, I'm I'm looking at it on my phone. So I guess that makes sense. I don't know why I'm so surprised by that. But so here's what that means, though. Your posts need to be mobile friendly, and if you've got a call to action on that post, the click through has got to be mobile friendly. And this is where we can take a key from all the things that Ahmed has taught us about things like Thrivecart because it works really good on mobile. You want to make sure that it works well on mobile, whatever. Uh, platform you use for your course. Uh, you know, we love New Zendler, but any of the others, any that you use, make sure that they work really well on mobile because people are going to be clicking through that sales page if, if you have it on Facebook, on mobile, most likely. Only 2% won't be. That's, <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. That's really interesting. I thought one thing you did find also, and this does not surprise me because we have teens, but teens are not using Facebook. Facebook is kind of an older, it skews older. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see, 25 to 54 years of age. Yeah. And here's, this one surprised me, slightly more males than females. 56% of Facebook users are guys. Yeah. And yeah. that surprised me too, because you think of Facebook maybe as family photos and that kind of thing, but maybe not so much. Maybe well, there's other things. I, I think there is this aspect too with Facebook where it depends on what you're doing on there, right? I, Facebook has become a place where a lot of people are using it for group interaction because they mm -hmm. push the groups. So if, if people want to join communities, um, which I do think a lot of guys want to do that. I mean, I know I'm, I'm a, I have joined so many software yeah. communities and things like that, that um, it, it's a good place for that. But women do too. I mean, it's, it's really only 56% male. So still what, 44% female. So there's still, it's, it's, it's a lot of both. It's a lot. Well, let's move on to Twitter. Yeah. Tell me about Twitter. All right. Twitter is interesting because here's a good, well, let, let's talk about the demographics first, since we just talked about Facebook. Twitter is also a little older. It's 25 to 54-year-olds are 58% of the user base, okay? Now, how it's different is that 70% of Twitter users are male. 
and 42% of them have graduated college. So this is a, um, a college-educated, male-dominated audience for the most part. And so depending on what your niche is for training, you can see how you might make choices as to whether you want to be more active on Twitter or Facebook based on some of these things you're finding yeah. out here, right? Well, and I can see how Twitter would be appealing for the person who just wants to, they just want the facts. Like, give me what I, what I want, what I want to look at, let's go through. And they can probably scan it very quickly yeah. where some of the other networks maybe take a little more time. So I definitely can see how a college educa educated man would be a, that would find that appealing. Now, what's interesting is that uh, Twitter users are very active. 42% of the user base check their Twitter account daily, mm -hmm. multiple times, or no, just daily, 42% daily, 26%. So a quarter of the users check it multiple times a day, which is good because those tweets go by so fast. You kind of do have to check in a lot, but yeah, it's a pretty active user base. Well, and I know I have heard before and I, I, I may be saying this, it, this may have changed a little bit, but I have heard before that you should be posting on Twitter. If you are, if you are going to make Twitter a key social media platform for yep. your business, then you need to be posting multiple times a day. And I, I thought I even heard that it was up to 10. Yeah, yeah I've heard 11, 10, 10 or 11 times a day post on Twitter, which seems like a lot. It doesn't way like too much, but that's, you know, that's, that's the- But it's that, that all that information is just going, 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 going. You got to stay up with it. Yeah. So how about TikTok? Uh, TikTok. TikTok is, excuse younger, it's 18 to 24 year olds. And they are interesting because um, they are, 45% of the audience is 18 to 24. 56% of the audience though is female. So this one skews female. So it's just, it's a little bit opposite as far as the numbers go from Facebook. It's younger and it's more female than male. And it, TikTok is amazing. It has reached a billion active users in a very, very short time. And that's despite the fact that it was banned in India, okay, which is a huge user base for any of these networks. So TikTok has really taken off. And I know we know for writers, the whole book talk thing is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Well, whatever your niche is, if you can be the person to be posting on TikTok about that niche, this is a really good ground to be uh, jumping into right okay. now. And I think that also considering that these are mobile users, a lot of these people are mobile users, whether it's TikTok or whether it's Facebook or whether we'll even see with um, YouTube, uh, I think we're realizing that we have to have captions on our mm, videos. Absolutely. We have to make sure that there are captions because a lot of people are listening to them. If they're on the mobile device, it's uh, probably with the sound off. I think yeah. there's a good portion of them that are going to be watching those videos with the sound off. It's really not even a bad thought outside of social media, but when you're building your course to start putting captions on your videos, because mm -hmm. people are taking their courses over mobile. It's just mm -hmm. happening more and more. Yeah, definitely. When they're using public transportation, if you're in the mm -hmm. metro areas, using public transportation, you're not, you know, you might have your earbuds in or something, but... Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Yeah. Now, uh, a little bit bigger than TikTok is Instagram. And it's the fourth most active platform in the world right now. 64%. Wait a minute. Instagram you said fourth. Are you sure it's not 14th? No, it's fourth. It's the fourth most active platform. Um, uh, yep. And it is 64% of the Instagram users are under 34 years old. Okay. They're evenly broken up male and mm -hmm. female. Uh, and about 58% of marketers use 
uh, Instagram again for video for reels. Mm. Um, and almost all the stories have a CTA, 80% of them and 83% of users use it to discover new products. So I just threw a lot of stats at you there, but basically what it boils down to is marketers love Instagram and they use real stories. They have calls to action and they are getting results from it because people go there looking to purchase. And I, you know, you hear a lot about Instagram. It is very, very popular. I'm actually surprised that it's the fourth and that it is not higher because um, so many of the people I, I feel like I hear about it everywhere. So yeah. What about Pinterest? uh, Well, you know what, before I get to that, let me just, I'll give you the rundown here. I know in this article, this is that um, uh, status brew article. The number one platform is Facebook. Number two is YouTube. Number three is WhatsApp, which we're not really talking about today. Number four is Instagram. And then it goes down from there. What's interesting is that WhatsApp, which is number three, number five is Facebook messenger. Number six is WeChat. Those are all chat programs, right? Okay. So, and then number seven is TikTok. So you can see that TikTok has moved up very quickly. If you take out the chat apps, it would be Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok as the top four. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, huh? It is. That really is. All right. What are we talking about next? Now we're talking about LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Okay. So LinkedIn, uh, 60% of their audience is 25 to 34. So these are young professionals. Mm-hmm. It is very evenly divided, male and female. Um, and I thought this was interesting. 46% of a company's website traffic from social media wow. comes from LinkedIn. That's amazing. So if you um, want to get, if you have something that's more business oriented. Business to business. Or, or for business people, like it's mm-hmm. a training for business people, LinkedIn is the place to start posting. 45 mm-hmm. million people search for jobs on LinkedIn every single month. It is the go-to place for jobs. So yeah, (laughs) LinkedIn, if it's, if what you're doing is more business oriented. Business to business, hit LinkedIn. Yes. Make sure that it is part of your strategy and start part of your marketing plan. And then what's next? One of your favorites. Pinterest. Pinterest is 77% female (laughs) and 60% of them are 18 to 34 years old. So excuse very young female. Yeah. And only 5% use Pinterest uh, globally. Only 5%. So 5% of the world uses Pinterest globally, but that's not much. Is that 5%? That's 5% of of the world world uses uses it. So here's what that means for Pinterest is that they have room for growth. They have a tremendous amount of room for growth. So if you're wanting to grow, now Pinterest is a little bit different than the ones we've talked about. The first uh, four we talked about here truly are social networks, right? They are made Mm -hmm. to post things on, interact back and forth. Pinterest is actually a search engine. So is YouTube. Those two are search engines first, social media second, versus all the others, which are social media first, search engines second. Mm-hmm. Why does that matter? What? Because I, I see that as a huge benefit, but what would you say? Why is that a benefit or why is that a dis- distinction? What I like about Pinterest and YouTube is that when you post something on there, it has a very long life Mm -hmm. because they're indexing that in order to be a search engine. People also go to Pinterest and YouTube when they have questions. So you're answering people's questions, providing an answer which can point to your course more so than the other ones. The other ones are really are more about building those relationships. It's about uh, building trust. It's about 
uh, being in people's lives, active on a daily mm -hmm. basis. Yeah. Whereas Pinterest and YouTube, it's it's kind of like uh, being on Google, except that these are um, more visual um, in nature. Okay. I would agree. I love the fact that when if I put something out on Pinterest or on YouTube, that it is going to have a lifespan that yes. is a lot longer than some of the others mm -hmm. because they're just going, you know, people are scrolling. And if somebody's right. off social media for a week, they may have missed your whole campaign or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that personally, I like that. But I understand that for somebody who, I, I understand that there are a lot of people who have made one of these other social networks, their primary marketing tool that they're using and that it works for them. Yep. So, And then finally, we want to talk about YouTube. It's the world's second largest search engine right behind Google, which happens to own YouTube. So Google really owns both the first and second largest search engine in the world. And again, 70% of people use YouTube on mobile. Okay, mm -hmm. these, most of, almost all of these are really mobile-based. People like to chat on the go. They like to search on the go. They like to watch on the go. Yeah. And so it's 70% mobile. Now, they um, have more 18 to 24-year-olds than any TV network. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And, and that's something that you and I can post on, right? You and I may not be on NBC or CBS or CNN, but we can post on YouTube so you can actually reach more people than you could on those networks. Well, and you know what? That is one of the things. I know we all complain about social media because <laughs> as business owners, we feel like we just don't have the time or maybe we don't have the expertise or something like that. But we... I am so thankful that I live in an age where this is available to me for free yep. because I do remember the times when you were looking at buying mailing lists to send out snail mail and direct mail and that kind of thing. When you did have to buy billboard space or magazine space or TV uh, time and man, that was not, that was really cost prohibitive yep. for a lot of small businesses. And now we live in an age where this is available to us for free. Absolutely. Now we can buy ads on these things, but we don't have to, if we're willing to put in the work, we can do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. And boy, you know, 30, 40 years ago, that would have been the same as like going door to door and knocking on, on people's doors. And we don't have to do that anymore. No, I think that's I think that's the the blessing of living in this age. The the other thing that I'm excited about when it comes to like YouTube and 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 really any of these is that so many of them are video based. Mm -hmm. And you know that as a course creator, what are you creating? Most of us creating mm -hmm. most of the time. Now Amin and I have talked about how you do not have to do video for your course, but most of us are because we know it's the most e effective medium for sharing your course. Mm -hmm. And if you're already comfortable with the video, guess what? You have a leg up over most people who are posting on these social networks because people are looking at it on their phone and they're looking for video. That and uh, and you see that on, on YouTube, the average video length is 10 minutes. And if you, you are well prepared to do a 10 minute video, I imagine. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So just, just a brief recap. Uh, we talked about how you know marketing is building relationships and one of the best ways you can build a relationships is through social media. Mm -hmm. You wanna do so on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, whatever your niche seems to be best on. So look at those demographics we talked about. If you need to go back to the episode and listen again, or I recommend this uh, statusbrew.com article. I'm, I'm putting the link in the show notes. 
And from there, you can look at these things and really learn what might work best for you. Now, uh, one of our favorite um, tools is uh, that I've talked about on here before is Social Bee. It's a way that you can post on most multiple platforms all at once. Yeah. You can find out more about that at writing.fyi slash socialbee. And there's a code Momentum20 that gives you 20% off for life. This is my tool of choice, absolutely, for posting on social media. Yes. I, I have it posting out there for me even while I'm here recording this podcast. So I'll put that information again here in the show notes. It's writing.fyi slash socialbee, code Momentum20. Well, and I want to point out that that Momentum20, that was a special code that was created just for just, uh, just for you. Yeah. Um, you got in contact with the company mm -hmm. and we were going to be speaking at a writing conference yeah. and they they contacted you when they found out about that. You, you got in contact with them. I don't know who contacted who first, but you guys got together and they said, you know what, let's do this and we're going to give this for life. Yeah. So Momentum20 is the code and it is for life yeah, and that is huge that, that that's big because that's actually not a code they allow to be out there anymore but we still have it available for those who listen to our podcast and who are a part of yeah. writing momentum and now course wizards too so use it before it goes away uh, it's a, definitely a good code um so anyway Thank you so much for joining us here at Course Wizards today, Gina. Thank you for joining thank me. You. I know Amit thanks you for filling in. Uh, we can't ever replace Amit, but no. it's, it's sure nice to uh, uh, have an option when he's at big conferences. And so uh, thank you for joining us here. Uh, until next time, please rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast with those who want to know about um, uh, learning more about doing courses. And please really do subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening on a podcast, subscribe. That makes it so you will never miss another podcast. Mm -hmm. So until next week, I'm Chris. This is Gina. Next week, Amit will be back. And we just uh, encourage you to keep being creative. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at CourseWizards.com. Hey, Course Creator, this is Chris from Course Wizards, and I recently recorded a training that you're going to love if you're into writing. It's called Apps for Authors. In it, I share 10 apps that will save you time when it comes to productivity and plotting, writing, editing, formatting, and marketing your next book. And because you're a listener of the Course Wizards podcast, I'm making it available to you for free. Grab it at writing.fyi apps. That's writing.fyi apps.